Welcome to the Priority Pod. Thanks for tuning in. Here is where we let the important things be important. And we keep our priorities straight. True. This is a lifestyle podcast where we'll discuss the lows and grows of life as a young, newlywed couple just out here trying to serve God, love each other and our people, do our best to survive in America, and ultimately get to this bread. Bread. Get to this bread. I'm your host, one of your hosts, Ref4, a.k.a. Ray Ray, a.k.a. Big Smooth, a.k.a. Mr. Pryor with the Fire. Great to be here. Back at it again with my, my ride or die, my right hand, my go-to. Jada, also known as Jada. Jada. Honestly, all that means is just don't step to her because you better come correct. <laughs> like, she don't play no games. That's really what that means. What are we diving into, JJ? What are we diving into? Today, we are going to talk about, well, the name of this episode is I Will Love You. By not listening. You think they caught that? No, I don't think they did. I think they just kind of read it and was like, eh. And then like, hold up. You going to love me by ignoring me? Like, what does that mean? You going to, like, just straight to my face? Like, disregard yes. my, my words and my thoughts and my opinions? Right. So today we'll talk about what we mean by when we say, um, I will love you by not listening. Not necessarily mean... Uh, meaning ignoring your loved ones, but making your own decisions. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about coming of age and, you know, just getting to that point where your decisions have to be yours in order for the relationships in your life to continue to grow in a healthy and loving and, um, you know, encouraging way in a way that keeps you full and healthy and whole. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, at the end of the day, even at the beginning of the day, any part of the day, <laughs> relationships matter, you know? And, like, sometimes they're the fight of our lives to in, in order to, like, maintain those relationships. But, um, you know, we just have to be intentional about developing the skills to make sure that we're fighting the problem together with our people and not fighting our people. Mm. Fighting to the problem together with our people and not fighting our people. Okay. Yeah, so that might still seem very gray and very vague, but the question that Ray and I have been going back and forth with is, like, how do you find this balance, especially when you're coming of age and you're kind of coming into adulthood, where um, you are balancing, listening to wise advice and knowing that the people in your life, um, regardless of their age, who are wise, you know, you know, sometimes a lot of times it's really good to hear what they're saying and even mm-hmm. do what they're saying. But how do you balance that with knowing when it's time to listen to yourself when maybe your opinion is the opposite or you think you should do the opposite of whatever that wise person said to you? Yeah. Um, so I think one example that readily comes to mind for me is um, my college choice. So when I was coming out of high school, I had a, you know, a good amount of options for college and for y'all y'all already know like texan people do not leave texas (laughs) and i had a good amount of people asking me like well why are you gonna go to duke if you have texas schools that are options as well you know like you're texan we just don't do that like and these are people you know that i marginally trusted so you know i'm listening to what they're saying and 
also asking myself, like, man, like, am I tripping? Like, should I be listening to them? They've been living for longer than I have. They, you know, I, I want to honor that. But also, like, I know me and mm-hmm. I trust me. And I know that, you know, I can make it through this or I can do this or whatever. So for me, that situation was I will love you by not listening to you. Because, look, if I had stayed in Texas or gone to a school in Texas and I would have ended up having a horrible experience, I internally would have been blaming those people who told me I should stay. And that would have permanently affected our relationship negatively. You'd have been thinking about the shoulda, coulda, wouldas in North Carolina the entire time. Right. Yeah, that's not healthy at all. Right. So my Duke experience was what it was. But all of that, I can take it on the chin because it was my choice. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a whole different ballgame when you own your successes and your, not failures, but, you know, you own when things go really, really well. And then you also own when things don't go so well. And even even if it's the latter where things don't go well, definitely ain't. Because somebody else just told you to do it. You know what I'm saying? I, I think you, you you sleep better at night knowing that you're the, the captain of your... What is the quote? The master of your fate? Captain, captain of, your, of soul. your soul? Yeah, master of your fate, captain of your soul. That that matters a lot to me, at least. Uh, I definitely have some beef with people. If I would have listened to them, not, I'd have beef with myself, really. You know, Why did I not just trust my gut? Even if it wouldn't have worked and they would have been right, I prefer that than what the situation is You know now. And I think a lot of those moments start happening when you get to high school. I mean, for most people, they might happen early for a lot of people, but mainly when you get to high school, because high school is when you are you you get to choose a lot more how you spend your time, who you spend your time with than you probably do in elementary school, and middle school, high school, maybe not even at college choice, you know, maybe not even at the latter end, like, you know, are you going to choose to play a sport or not? You know, your freshman year, are you going to choose to go out to this function or not you know are you going to choose to to be around certain crowds or not all of those are choices that you start making for yourself and oddly and no ironically that's also the time when people start giving you all of this advice that you may or may not have asked for or people feel that they need to uh you know you're in the teenager danger window and they need to have their grip on you to make sure they guide you through this entire thing and so I definitely think I had I've always had people make comments on how I chose to live my life in high school um and don't get me wrong there were a lot of decisions that I made that I weren't didn't make me happy at all times and I didn't you know go to bed every night being like yeah this is the life this is the dream this is the, the high school musical you know fantasy that I, that I thought going to a high school would be. Uh, but at the end of the day, I felt better about, you know, the people I did and did not spend time with the, the crowds I did and did not hang out with. Uh, I felt good about all of the decisions I made in high school because they were me, you know, and I remember having direct conversations with my folks. I was like, I, I got this, you know what I'm saying? And, and I mean, I'm more of an independent, you know, student. So they didn't have to be on me as much about grades and stuff. So other people are different, but I think high school is is the foundational uh, foundational years where you start making decisions for yourself and you start directly seeing those impacts and then you're going to start hearing comments and then you're going to have to, you know, field, you're going to have to defend your decisions to the people that, you know, to the court of mom, dad, grandma, right. grandpa. People who hold you accountable. Yeah, yeah. And which is not a bad thing. Honestly, I think it makes you sharper, you know, having to explain what you do. Um, but, uh, 
it kind of culminates with that big decision of you're about to be 18. What are you about to do? Or where are you about to live? Where are you going to go to college? And um, I'm sure a lot of people are like, dang, I shouldn't have listened to mom. I shouldn't have listened to so-and-so. Because you can swallow it when it's your choice. Yeah, Yeah. you can be like, man, I didn't know. I made a mistake. I, I made the best decision I could with the information that I had. We can live with it, you know? Yeah. And in addition to, like, coming of age, where you kind of, like, growing through this season of, like, man, I'm starting to make my own choices, it also even reminds me of faith, like, just going through different seasons of adulthood. Because for us as Christians, you know, our worldview is that God is, like, who we are ultimately accountable to, and he, like, guides our lives. So it's kind of that question of, like, am I going to listen to um, you know, my cousin and them, or am I going to listen to like the call that God has placed over my life? So we can go to our friends, we can go to our family, we can go to our spouses or our significant others and like ask for their advice and their opinion, all these things. But at the end of the day, like, is their opinion lining up with what God has said or not? Yeah. And either way, what God has said has to be the final answer. And, like, if you're doing what God is saying, then, like, you are loving that person regardless of what they said to you. So I think that's mostly what comes to mind when I think of, like, I will love you by not listening to you. And that piece really speaks to the relationship between you and that person. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, if I listen to you, am I overstepping my boundaries? Am I stepping outside of myself? Am I going against what I know God has told me? And all of those things will eventually lead to some sort of strain in the relationship because like if the person doesn't respect that you have boundaries or respect the boundaries that you've put in place you know that's going to lead to some level of strain if they get offended because you go against whatever advice they gave you you know that's going to lead to strain or on the flip side it could lead to you feeling resentment toward that person Mm -hmm. because you made a decision that you know or maybe didn't know um that God either had told you what you were supposed to do or you wanted to do something different and then it, you know, Lord forbid it doesn't work out and then you're sitting there like, man, I let someone else make a decision that impacted me and only me. Right. Yeah. And that's really what it is, is that you, you know, you know that you, you, you did something for them and you thought that that's what loving them was. And you're like, man, I was, I was lying to myself and lying to them. I did not want to do this. I don't enjoy the outcomes of this. Um, but if if you if you were to consider, just like you're saying, the the negative impacts of doing things out of obligation that you don't really feel that are best for you, uh, it's going to blow up. And it could just blow up internally within you. Maybe it doesn't blow up the relationship. Yeah. Maybe you're really good at hiding it. That sounds like an awful way to live. Right. And at the end of the day, that's still blowing up the relationship, even if you're harboring it. Yeah. It might not externally be blowing it up. But, like, if you're not at peace within yourself, that's enough stress for me. Yeah. No, no, that's true. That's true. And I I think it's it's hard because, you know, most of the time where this the initial stages that this happened is when a lot of us are young and still figuring out. You know, a lot of those things happen where we take advice that maybe we didn't really want to. I think primarily for two reasons. We either don't know ourselves very well and trust how well we know ourselves. And just like you said with faith, we don't really know what God has for our lives. 
But I think that's why it's important to really like be in the word and try to be able or like so that we can grow in being able to discern God's voice. Exactly. Because I think we have so many distractions now that like God's voice can sound very small. Exactly. Or you let somebody you trust interpret it for you. Instead of you doing it yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that's that's really what it is, is that people who know who God is first and therefore know who they are in God second Don't listen to the noise on what everybody else says. But if you are, you know, you could be anywhere in your walk. But especially if you're young, you know, like a lot of us are, you know, when when faith, you thinking critically about faith at a new level, you know, in the youth group, middle school, high school age, uh, young adult age. You may not have those two things as solid and and you, you are vulnerable to being swayed by these older, more mature, louder, uh, you know, Oh, I've been here, so you you need to trust that I've been around here and I know what I'm talking about. The Those kind of forces, yeah. The seasoned saints, man. Like, what? Who, who, who else are you going to listen to? Right. You know what I'm saying? If you have nothing, if you have no foundation yourself, you honestly probably should lean on them. Yeah, right? there's a Kids place for should that. Do that, you know. But but it it, it comes at a fault when um, no longer are the decisions that impact your life on somebody else's account. You know, like there reaches an age where your life circumstances are not really a direct result of what so-and-so or your parents or whoever takes care of you did, it starts becoming what you chose. More and more of what you chose. And I think if you start with knowing God and knowing yourself, then you'll be able to hear, "Mm, I hear what you're saying, so-and-so, but that's not the... That, that's not the, that's the not wisdom scripture. that's coming through my spirit, right? Yeah. That, that, that's not what I know that I've read in the word before. So so I, I get what you're saying, but um, I'm, I got I got enough spiritual game to know when something is fake or something that it, that is well-intended yeah. but not really for me. But if you ain't got the game, you're going to get played. Right. Like, anybody can get played. And, you know, your parents, yeah, obviously, they, there's a power dynamic there, but other people can talk a lot smoother and can present it, present new opportunities a lot better and can and can bait you and seduce you and lure you into different things. You know, you're vulnerable, you know, and so it, it's just important that you that you lean on that pillar of, of your faith. Absolutely. I think faith is really the most important thing here. Um, I feel like I am a very I like to say that I live a purpose driven life, but with purpose comes with like understanding figuring out knowing what your purpose is Mm -hmm. and the root of that is for me knowing god because god is the one who's placed this calling over my life placed this purpose on my life um so how am i going to like honestly expect to be able to maintain strong and vibrant relationships with the people around me if i am placing this burden of like really who god is onto those people Right. Because it's like, I need you to tell me what I'm supposed to do because you are all knowing. And maybe we don't articulate it like that. That's what it is. But that's what it is. Translate this for me, man. I need you to, I need you to play middleman between. Yes. Like what am I supposed to do? Just tell me what he wants me to do. Right. And instead of going, you know, to the father, or maybe we do that as well, but like we put more emphasis on the people in our lives saying, man, what do you think about this and your limited knowledge as well? Cause mm-hmm. even if you have more than me, you still don't have more knowledge than God. Yeah. Like my creator. Right. So I'm really putting you in a position to fail. Like I'm literally setting you up to fail and I am setting you up to, you know, or setting our relationship up to suffer yeah. because of it. Yeah. So it's really letting God be God and letting people be people and not even unintentionally putting people on this pedestal that says you 
have the power and the insight and the knowledge to tell me what direction I'm supposed to be going. And even beyond that, it's not taking, it's putting ourselves in the proper position too, because if we are, you know, trying to get to know God, we're studying our word and we're really like being aligned, um, or going out of our way, out of our way to like grow spiritually, then we should have that connection with God ourselves to where God can speak directly to us. And that's not to say that God can't use other people because he absolutely can. But I think the end does. But I think the crux of it is really just being connected with God. So we know the difference between discerning, you know, this person was sent by God to tell me this mm. because that aligns with what God right. would have, you know, says and like, mm-hmm. or this person, I'm just relying on them and put the, putting them in a place where they shouldn't be. And I'm like, I'm encouraging them to play God in my life. Right. Ooh, encouraging them to play God in my life. That's powerful. That's good. Have you, do you think you've made any decisions where you're like, yeah, I did that for them. I, 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 I don't. I don't really feel like that was for you. You do. A few, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have decisions like that. And it's like, I don't necessarily feel like I harbor any anger or bitterness. I just think a lot of my life it has been doing things so I could be a good kid. And mm. I always wanted to be perceived that way. And I always wanted, you know, my parents to think that or like be proud of me that that just like that's my personality i always wanted to be um not a burden but whatever the opposite of a burden is a joy i don't know (laughs) um and the thing is that's on me at the end of the day that's on me like i could sit here and blame whoever but at like for real for real like that's on me because i made the choice to do all of those things and really it's a, a mixture of laziness and wanting to be a perceived a certain way because it was easy to just yeah. walk down the path that was set. Yeah. Okay. I need to do these X, Y, Z things. And I don't actually need to put effort into figuring out the passions that God uniquely placed in my heart. Yeah. And it was just easy. You know, I, I got to be that kid that I wanted to be perceived as that, like just good kid that everybody was like, wow, you're a good kid. Yeah. And then I also got my parents to be proud of me without actually, walking in God's purpose for my life. Right. And I think that you can do both, but I wasn't. Right. So, you know, that's me. And now I'm I'm doing my best to actually fight for my purpose and fight to know my purpose. And so that has been so much more difficult, but also so much more fulfilling. Yeah. And so I've been praying that like I can maintain the courage to walk in that right. as I'm walking through that journey. Yeah. Um, because it's been a process for me. And I think that a lot of it has to do with my own personality, of course. Um, so it's been, but it's been a lot of like letting God be God Mm -hmm. and letting go of how I want to be perceived and focusing on focusing more on being the person that I want to be being the person that God has called me to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a verse I, don't remember where it is but it's generally that you know if you if you if you are of the kingdom you know if you're an image bearer you should not move act or be associated with things that are of this world you know what i'm saying if you are 
if you popular to a certain degree, you know what I'm saying? Right, if, you, yeah. if you make people proud, you know, you you should have a little bit of a gut check to be like, man, and Jesus ain't come here and have a huge right. fan club. Right. You know what I'm saying? In fact, he probably had, you know, his hater to, hater to supporter ratio was fairly high. To po- they killed him, though. I, I mean, I wasn't going to get all the way Yeah, there. they killed his him. His hater slash murder ratio to, to, to their supporters is very high. Yeah, so so basically, like, if, if you're moving in a way where everybody around you loves you, you might be doing something a little off. Right. And of course that's tempered because we also have, you know, like honor your father and your mother. And we have like bring honor to the people around you, of course. But I absolutely understand what you're saying, because walking in your purpose ain't going to make everybody happy. And there's no way to make everybody happy. Yeah. But like your purpose, your calling, like our our love for God has to be the most important thing. Yeah. Do you think that you've experienced anything like that? I do. I, I don't. I can't think of any decisions off the top of my head that I made for somebody else. And then I regret, but I can think of numerous decisions that I made for myself that people were like, what in the world are you doing? Why are you doing that? Okay. But like, what about this? How is that going to work to this day? People are still saying stuff like that. And, you know, I thought my track record of making decent life decisions would, uh, you know, warrant me some, some favor or some, some, some ability to be like, no, nah, I got it. Don't, don't trip. I got it. But no, no, it doesn't stop. But so. needing that validation from people is also another part of the issue. No, it is, man. And I think I think God gave that to us a little bit. You know, like there's something about us that, that wants to feel like the people around us are proud. You know, honoring your father and mother is a big part of that. So I, I don't think we should run away from that per se. But like anything, it's all about balance. And that before honoring your father and mother, it's honoring your heavenly father. You know, and if those two things collide, he makes it abundantly clear which one you're supposed to choose. Thanks. Like, there's there's no question if you need to separate from the people who are closest to you, or really, and really when we say closest, because if you're starting to actually lean into who God wants you to be, and it's away from what other people want you to do, you might already notice a drift. Yeah. But really what we're talking about is just people who have spent more time with you. It's not really necessarily close. Right. It's, oh, they've known me for X years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so-and-so from church has known me since with, I was whatever. Yeah, there's a difference between longevity and closeness. Yeah, longevity and depth are yeah. not the same thing. And sometimes they are correlated. They don't no have No causation. Be. Yeah. No causation whatsoever. And I think that um, we are sometimes tempted to listen to people who have a longer track record of being in our lives. Uh, but... They they may be they may be telling you to do something that that's a past version of yourself. You've evolved out of that, you know, or evolved past it, um, and God didn't want you to stay where you were at. Yeah. There's another cool quote that I like that says um, that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time talking to, or most people most you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You know, maybe even in this COVID nineteen virtual, maybe it's Facetime, whatever, but. I think he also is asking us to choose our counsel wisely, you know, choose yeah. your, your, your personal board of advisors with care, you know, and that doesn't necessarily mean the people that have been there. Oh yeah. My day ones, my OG. Yeah. They've been with me since the basement. Okay. Do you want to stay in the basement? Right. Cause if the average of the five people is in the basement, 
you're not gonna end up right. on the roof. And that's not even like I mean, th- yeah, in terms of character though, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it's it's being wise about the council so that you're you are being fed by people. You know, <laughs> the people that you that you know that they are people through which God is using them to get you closer to your purpose. Sometimes they ain't there though. Sometimes you just got to tune them out. Yeah. Headphones I, on, Colin Kaepernick. You remember those commercials? No. It was a Aloe Black, the man, and they, you know, he was getting on the bus hearing all these haters. Oh, yeah. It was, no, it wasn't Colin Kaepernick kneeling Colin Kaepernick. I'm talking like NFL quarterback, mm-hmm. 49ers, Colin Kaepernick. And they like, you know, beats, uh, you know, no surrounding noise headphones. Sometimes you got to have those. Yeah. I, something that the hopeful romantics, um, Brother Charles and Jasmine. Brother Charles. (laughs) Something they say that I really like is purpose partners. Are you intentionally and purposefully connected to the people in your life? Can you say that the people, Mm. the closest five people that you, you know, spend time with, are they your partners in walking, running, marching toward your purpose? Are Mm. they your purpose partners? So I think this whole episode, I will love you by not listening really amounts to who are you surrounding yourself with and who are you making them out to be in your own mind? Are you letting your purpose partners be just that? Or are you putting them in the position to play God? Right. No, that's huge. That's huge. That's your starting five right there. And sometimes you got to send off some free agents. Sometimes you got to make some trades. There's nothing wrong with that. Some friendships and chapters are seasonal and sometimes they close. But you need to make sure that starting five is the absolute best it can be for where you're trying to get to. Don't settle just because so-and-so been on the roster since, you know, whatever. Yep. So basically I think that you know, where my head is at on this is, you know, connect with God and know your purpose and walk in that and be unafraid to walk in that and be connected to people as much as possible who are um, supporting you in your God-given purpose and pray for the discernment to know who those people are. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, seeking those relationships out, seeking that relationship with God, will encourage that longevity and that really strong foundation that perpetuates strong and loving relationships That's it. in the long term. That's it. This is the Priority Pod. Thanks for tuning in. Here is where we let the important things be important. And we keep our priorities straight. True. It's the 14th. Y'all be on the lookout for your Priority Pod t-shirt. New drill. shipped. If you got one, if you didn't get one, stay on the lookout because we'll be dropping shirts again soon. I hope y'all have a great rest of the week. Be blessed. Peace. Work.